Thank y'all for being patient with us, joining us for another episode. Go follow us on uh, IG at Unheard Podcast and uh, the Twitter Unheard Pod One. So, a lot of projects this week, man. R and B, rap, a little something for everybody. We have our folks from across the pond. I guess we should get into the single, man. The Jay Hudson Drake, what Vance's dubbed the song of the summer. Who told you bad man don't dance? Who told you gangsters don't dance? Even with a weapon, my hip hop dance. Bad man taking over sip and dance. Two left feet don't trip and dance. The girl want me, I might give her a chance. Give her a look, she give me a glance. You wore that tight dress just to enhance. You're like a bomb bomb. Never seen you before. Where you come from? You got a fat pump pum. I got a long Johnson. And I will never met you at random. This must be destiny. That's why you're next to me. You feel like ecstasy. This must be destiny. That's why you're next to me. You feel like ecstasy. I invested my J stock early. I can't remember what month exactly we did the draft, but um, I took him as, as kind of one of my riskier picks. Uh, he's been away for three years. His last album, Big Conspiracy, dropped 2020. Um, he's kind of been, you know, floating around doing features here and there, popping up on people's albums. I think he was on Burna Boy's last album. Um, but he dropped his, what, first single a couple weeks ago. Kind of fully flips it on its head, the whole sound, um, and comes back with this record and just like we were talking about before, the Dave and Central C, like, it got the job done. They, it, what, what, what do they say on Twitter? They understood the, understood the assignment? They understood the assignment. Like, this is going to be played at Everyday People. This is going to be played at Apartment 200. This is going to be played at Soho House. All like, the same is the truth. The, 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 the job, is, the good, job is done. It's not good. You're smoking. Jay what do you good. want? Bro, that Drake feature is so ass. I have to almost turn off the song. I have to skip Drake's whole feature. Like, don't lie to me and tell me that feature is good, bro. <laughs> it's not what I expected. What, what doesn't really like, what, what the clash for me is that like Drake's Toronto accent <laughs> with Jay Hussey's <laughs> accent. It just it it feels like uh, it's whenever. It, but it, it happens when Drake, whenever Drake collabs with the UK artist, it was the same thing with Hedy One, where he's trying to do the Hedy One flow. And you hear Hedy One come in with his actual accent and do the actual flow, and you're like, "Oh, this is way better." Um, I don't know, like, I don't know. Y'all know me. I'm a cape for Drake. What do they call them, Aubrey Angels? Like, I'm a cape. Um, when you hear this outside, like, and this is a cape for sure. I'll I'll throw it on, extra large. But um, it's almost so funny. It's just gonna it's gonna catch the ear. Like it catches the ear. It's like like it or hate it. It's gonna catch your ear. This is a disgusting. It's a cheat. That's a that's a cheat code ass instrumental though. I ain't gonna lie. That's a that's a like that's a make the ultimate dance Afro beats isk um summer beat. It's the ultimate beat, nigga. Like of course that checks the box. Jay Huss did a good job, but I agree with Tosh. That Drake is a best. Touch my forehead, chest, left shoulder, then right side. Come on, man. <laughs> Like I don't know, y'all can say what you want. Um, it's gets it's getting the job done. It's getting the job done. Oh, so I, I wanted to see. If I was tripping. I was like, no way. Like everybody feels like Vance and just loves this song. So I searched up um the song, and all you see is the fucking RDC skit where it's like they're listening to the feature <laughs> and they get mad and at the feature and they turn it up. <laughs> That's all you were seeing. It's <laughs> because like, nobody listens to that. It's because nobody listens to Afro beats, and that's okay. But and people also have super high expectations for Drake, and I'm one of them. But this sounds like no different than a lot of the shit he was doing on Honestly Nevermind. You know, it's not like this is. Don't disrespect that project. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> don't disrespect. It's that not. It's it not. Is. It's not. Y'all don't get the y'all don't get to choose when you dicky. This isn't. There's no selective good. dicky. On this <laughs> it's called being objective to the music. Honestly Nevermind was good. This was. This was not mm-hmm. it. From Drake. Honestly Nevermind was great. Every song on that project was not excellent or great. I didn't say that. I said the project was good as a whole, as a collective. I'm just, it was I'm good. just telling you the things in the pockets he was in on here were not a lot different than the pockets he was in on there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> to each day on, I don't know that. Honestly, never mind. It's never left the rotation since it came out, and I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see if 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 it finally going to get the play. I just want people to know recognition like, it deserves this summer. If you're outside, it, it won't. I mean, it might. But like this is like if you're outside anywhere, and I hate to be that nigga, but if you're outside where you actually need to be outside, I'm not talking to the people in Ohio. I'm not talking to the people in Rhode Island. 
Like, if y'all are listening from there, shout out to y'all. But that's not the outside I'm talking about or the context. Um, but this is going to be played outside. Nigga like said, said it from a real place. You yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't for you. But yeah, like this is gonna be played. You're gonna hear this. Um, and I'm just happy, like, again, Drake doesn't have to have the best world class feature. I was expecting something better than this, I'm not gonna cap there, but you know, he just had to throw the little package. What's it called? The uh stimulus, Drake stimulus to JS. Just extend the olive branch. And I appreciate that. So love it or hate it. My label's up. Cool little single. Um, it's fine. I like it. Let's get into something else, though, man. Let's talk about my artist from one artist to another. Let's talk about the Rod 49, man. He dropped another tape, Four Guy 2. <laughs> um, I was a little worried when I saw features from the likes of The Baby, Roddy Rich, and Trippy Red. But I must say, none of the features disappointed. Everybody brought their A game. What did I tell you about The Baby, man? Y'all were hating on me. I don't know The Baby, like... He did a good job because I don't I don't think bro had a verse. He just did his little hook, like he did the little fast rapping hook, and that was they enough. Got the job done. <laughs> they got the job done. Like no verse from the baby, which <laughs> is solid. Trippy Red, like honestly, surprisingly had you know one of the better songs, one of the better features on a project. Really enjoyed that. No cap, I must mention he came in on his sad emo boy shit, and he did what he had to do. But Rob, you know, another solid outing from him. Didn't take too many risks on this project, but he started off strong on the first three tracks. You didn't really enjoy those. He didn't those. take a risk. I thought he took a risk. Tweaking uh, is a huge risk. You heard how he sounded that song? <laughs> no, I, I mean I'm not. I'm not gonna say. But see, that's the thing. He did. He did take some risk, but like this wasn't. This was pretty much what I was expected. Like content wise, overall direction. Um, nothing too out of the box, but. Like tweaking pill head, I believe you I actually really don't like that stretch. I'm not really a big fan of tweaking. It's okay. Like I heard how he sounded, but so you didn't could have left that risk. off. That could have been a little leak. I do want him to take risk, but not those type of risks. You like this? You like tweaking? You like that song? I mean, I don't, I I didn't like it first listen. I was like, this is kind of wild. But I mean, if you go with the subject of the song, it's like, yeah, nigga, sound like he's tweaking <laughs> throughout the song. Yeah, but. He does. Sound I, I like it just because it was something hinges. different. I like, like I kind of know what I'm getting from Rob from his past projects. So hearing that little stretch that you didn't like, that was like the stretch where he was trying the most different shit, and I was like, all right, this is some expansion of really? Rob or not. Like just the tracks in general where he was you trying different things. It was like an extension. Oh, I mean, my favorite track I would have to say is probably "Cause I." I like the first three. The first three are probably like my favorite three: Bentley, Mosaic, Wody. Cause I like if you just listen to those three, you would think, all right, he might have, you know, he might he might be gunning for that that rap project of the year, but you know, it falls <laughs> off at moments. Like I said, like tweaking pill head, I believe you. Um, it's not a great stretch. You didn't like four guy too. Outside of that, I did like four guy too. That was a single though. Been heard that so. Yeah. Not so really I, new, but I would say you know. 42 minutes, 17 songs. It's a it's a smooth listen. Um, and again, I was just satisfied with the features. It could have went south. Trust me. Ice Wear, Viso, G Herbo, they showed up. And whoever YTB Fat is, never heard of him, but he did this thing on Shake Some. So, Rob 49, solid outing for him. Um, I'm curious to see what's next for him. Like, I think it's time for sort of that next step. In his trajectory, he's kind of been lingering around and collabing with, you know, this level of artist for a while. I would like to see him with, you know, that next level. Like, hop on a song with some R&B artists, you know. <laughs> Can you perhaps get the Drake stimulus? All right. We'll see. But solid outing from my artist, you know. I'm satisfied, ultimately. Speaking, uh, You mentioned the Trippy Red feature, and I was wondering, like, every time Trippy Red comes up, project or feature, I always think the same thing of, like, He's like J.R. Smith of rap. But like, if you like really watch J.R. Smith, you like have certain games where this nigga dropped 30 and he's doing every move you've ever seen. He's like, oh shit, this nigga is one of them. And then you have other games, he's like five, two for 17. And you're like, okay, what is J.R. Smith? I think he's it's a streaky, like he's a streaky player. 
Yeah, like he either gonna be like one of those like elite type rappers. You like, damn, I gotta fuck with more Trippy Red. And are you gonna be like, why did I play this? Like, why am I listening to Trippy Red right now? So it's kind of like that for Trippy. I was just wondering, like, what other artists fall into that category for y'all? Of that J.R. Smith of like incredibly high highs or like, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this up, Lois. That's a good question. Let me think on that. Um, I'm really trying to think like who, who's either there or not for me. I can't lie. Don Tolliver is pretty streaky for me. I either like, I'm really a fan or I'm just not really, really there for it. Um, G Herbo. G Herbo's in that bag. (laughs) Boy, I might not be able to name five better rappers, but um, a lot of it, it just, it does come across as fluff. I can't lie. Yeah, I don't know. I try to stay away from the streaky ones because then at that point, like, once you let me down once, it's like, fool me once. Like, you, you can't fool me again. So I'm just going to stop listening to you. And if, if you t- come and drop another hit, then sure. But like Nav was that way for a while. Nav was so hit or miss for me from like 2015, 2016, his start through like tw- basically the album he did with Wheezy, the Tsunami joint. It was like every other one he hit for me. It was like Anthony Davis when he only played like game three, five, seven. <laughs> only going odd number games. Yeah, that was Nav. I got a few. I got... Like Charles Gambino, there's some Gambino songs. I'm like, man, this is like heaven. <laughs> and there's other, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you rapping? Why are you rapping like this? <laughs> so he's one for me. Uh, I would go with I'm trying to think R and B wise. Uh, Chances got brain is like that for me. It's either like I'm catching the vibe or it's like, bro, it's just a snooze fest. Brent. Definitely. See if I can go like younger artists. Autumn's like that for me. Yeah. Autumn's probably the best example of like a young nigga. Like some projects, I'm like, this is hard. Other projects, like, all right, you didn't try. I don't care. So those are my three. I go, yeah, Autumn, Brent. This might be a little controversial. I would say postcard of four, Lil Wayne. Like, he still has his moments from. Yeah, I have to go postcard of four because before that, like, Wayne could do no wrong. But it's also like a decade. Carter five. Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault. Like, He's old, whatever. But postcard of five, like there's some features, you know. I think about like that 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 uh that verse he has on Solange's project on the song Matt, like probably one of Wayne's best guest verses ever. But then there are like moments where it's just like, yeah, I can't listen to this. Like you got to give it up, bro. And Wayne's like one of my favorite rappers ever. So, I can't believe we're even having this conversation with Wayne. I can't believe Wayne was the first artist you chose for this category. That's absolutely disgusting. It's like every time Wayne is brought up is on that, his podcast, it's disrespect. And then it's either you and Vance and y'all both say, this is my favorite artist ever. <laughs> y'all both say that after disrespecting. No, nah. <laughs> nah, but this is but this is actually, I just said How that. How is this disrespect? I said postcard or for Wayne, man. Like you're listening to Funeral still? Not, bro, he asked for an artist. If, that's basically saying like all of Wayne is hit or miss. Now you sound crazy. All right, well, fine. I can't do that then. I said, that's why I said post Carter for but Lil that's Wayne. specific. That wasn't the question. All right, well, if that don't count. um, I was about to say Yachty. I love Lil Yachty when he's in that bag, but everything else, dump it. Yeah, I would say Yachty. Like 20% of the time, like that, I went, uh, I was... I was high as fuck, tweaking. Like, that shit go crazy. But 80% of the time, I'm like, bro, you got to stop this shit. This shit is awful, abysmal, absolutely unlistenable. That's a good example. I would say, yeah, Don Tolliver, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gave him that title until this last project. If he, didn't, if he never released this last project, I would vehemently disagree with you. But that shit was a, a complete dud. I haven't heard it since it came out. Shit was awful. I stand by that. Project fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have oh, said it before this project because the last joint was flawless in my opinion. Not flawless, but it was a pretty good project. Yeah, that last joint was. Yeah, put that back. Except Rocky was that way. I know he's another older artist, but damn. 
I hated the uh, Rocky shit that I hated. But nah, the Rocky was cool. I like I like Rocky was pretty consistent. Like you think about them first three projects. No. Yeah. Rocky fell off a cliff. I think he just stopped rapping. Like he he wasn't yeah, dropping he just ass. You like testing? Testing was my least favorite moments. of the Rocky projects, but it wasn't like terrible. I wasn't like turning shit off. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but turn that shit off. Uh, speaking of Yachty, I'm gonna play an artist that he has signed to his JV label. I think it's called Concrete Boys. Um, this is actually a girl, so maybe he has to rechange the name to just like Concrete. Regardless, um, this is Caribou Money Counter. <laughs> the next leg with the janelle monet i just want to highlight it i ain't hear anybody talking about it for real i thought it was a really solid r&b project a little bit of centric she reminds me a lot of um what's her name like tiana taylor got some like a little bit of um fk twig vibes on here sort of like that alternative lane very sensual sexual at times but Solid outing from Janelle Monet. She opened up really strong with that song Float. Really great song. Dochi made an appearance on Phenomenal. I really enjoyed that record. Um, the Rush with Nia Long and Amare was really good. So check out Janelle Monet, man. She's she she's had a bit of a crazy rollout. I heard she's like going to different cities, doing like little listening parties and whatnot. So shout out Janelle Monet. Just a few words on that project go check it out if you haven't maybe slid under your radar thank you chance thank you for the og album of the week um on the younger side i think you met you actually mentioned that you knew her too um artist named Maida. i've never heard of her before this week but apparently she had a listening party in la somebody was asking me if i wanted to go i declined i'm sorry Maida. i just i was tired but i didn't know who you were but now I have to listen to the album title, what, When I Hear Your Name. I wish I, I kind of went to the listening party. I'm sure it was a vibe. Um, 13 songs, 40 minutes. Uh, just real R&B features. You know, James Fauntleroy on the intro track. And I didn't I even know James Fauntleroy. Yeah, I didn't even know he still steps out of the crib to do records with people, at least throwing his name on it and everything. Um, so Fauntleroy's on track one. Ombre on track four. Lucky Day. It's a lot of good features. Ty Dolla. So, yeah, shout out to Meta. Calm little project. It's like R&B, but you know with the SZA. Like I said, she was going to influence the the whole sound and the whole space this year um, in R&B. So you, you kind of have some alternative vibes on here, too. Speaking of Lucky Day, man, he's always making an appearance on an R&B project. He's is not he missing new, anything. Is he the new R&B like feature cheat code like is he officially no because ty dollar still hasn't slowed nah. down he's ty dollar i feel like ty dollar sign has, has has maybe relinquished that crown he hasn't slowed down though everything lucky days on ty dollars right there ty dollar so is also on his album <laughs> and the ty dollar song has a star highway. next to it in apple music the lucky day song does not <laughs> damn <laughs> Yeah, Ty Dallas still going strong. That nigga's he's just not going anywhere. <laughs> he's LeBron. He's parsley. the ultimate side dish. He's parsley, bro. I don't even know if parsley gets old. I think you can keep parsley in your pantry forever. I mean, he does, you know. but parsley really adds no flavor, just a little color. Ty Dollar Sign does. He adds some flavor, bro. True. 
It's a sprinkle though. Nigga like hot sauce. Put that shit on everything. You guys listen to the Tyler Creator rap radar? No, nah, I just, I just saw, saw the, the clip. Yeah, you know, yeah. The clips. What was your? Uh, what were you, you? You saw it? Of course, you saw it. Yeah, I thought it was a very interesting interview. But Tyler has a lot of critiques, opinions about the current state of music. All very interesting stuff. Uh, main bullet points: Everybody saw the viral one of how like everybody like should stop putting old albums in their shit if it didn't really impact you like that, just to sound right. I like that take. Then he had to take. Um, he kind of dissed Carl Cherry, but it wasn't a diss, but it was a diss. <laughs> I guess you ought to watch the clip. He was like, "I fuck with Carl Cherry, but I fucking hate rap caviar," <laughs> and he was just going off on rap caviar. Um. Which was interesting because he was like was the pilot episode of Rap Caviar shit on Hulu, but he was just talking about how like they don't introduce um, people to old school rap and like facts. it feels it's not doing he justice. Hates the t- facts. He hates the show or he hates the playlist. He, the playlist. He hates the playlist. He was like, oh, it's not doing rap justice to call itself Rap Caviar, and he was just kind of going off on that for like a good five minutes, just ISO. I thought that was interesting, and that was about. I'll agree. It, yeah, that was about it. On the rap caviar point, in in the moments where I have checked out the playlist, because I am not a Spotify subscriber, uh, but when I have checked it out, it's just so vanilla. It's like the most basic, like already like super well known rap artist. Yeah, it's kind of boring. I don't know if you're like. If you're a fan of rap, why are you listening to that playlist? Like rap but. Caviar had a place in a time for about a cool year, seven, eight months to a year, where like it was the first time we were kind of seeing the, at least an attempt at capturing that kind of taste level that was being had on SoundCloud and that was kind of being executed upon at sound, on like SoundCloud level with those type of curators and DJs. It was it was it felt like that kind of initial transition over to streaming where you were seeing like a streaming platform really kind of provide that same level of curation. But again, like I said, that was only kind of a very short window before it just got completely, you know, bought out, played out by the labels quite literally to where it's just like, okay, like you said, I get it. Like, why is baby on rap caviar? Like everybody knows who baby is. Like, are we begging for him in the playlist? Right. It's like, it's like search and rescue bread and butter. All my life, Dirk and J. Cole, it's just like, all right, I get it. You got to have some big records on here, but these are like, you know, the biggest records now, you know, of actually, right now. So I, was ta- I was talking to somebody about this too the other day, just in terms of like curation and like what role these playlists have. And obviously they replace like the DJ, but <clears throat> it is really crazy how like, can we, and we've talked about this too, just like the absence of. Like how DJs are damn near obsolete, like, or it feels as if in LA, people treat in these venues treat it as if DJs are obsolete. Like, oh, you can just put on a Spotify playlist, like it'll get the job done. But it's like, yo, like, is it possible? Do you think for us to get back to a place where like DJs kind of control what's hot? Like, because right now I feel like it's such a disconnect where our generation isn't going out to hear shit like that's like newish. I feel like we're kind of going out to hear things that are like more established. And DJs aren't going out with the intention to like play a ton of new shit. They're going out with the intentions to play like shit that's super established because they know that the people already want to hear the shit that's super established. Do you think there's like any space at all? Like, you know how they say all this is cyclical. Like, do you think you can come back to a point where DJ, like, uh, I don't know, playlists and stuff aren't really algorithms aren't determining necessarily what's the hottest shit. What do you think is gone? Like, it's just cooked at this point. I don't think it's going to cook. I think it, it, it'll it take, if, I don't see, how, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I don't think it's gone just because people are working towards, like, combating the algorithmic thing. Like, Amazon Music has AMP, and it's like a radio show of niggas just, like, playing music the whole time, and you just join rooms and shit like that of a person DJing, basically. So it's like if you have like companies like Amazon seeing like this is a thing that can be addressed, a thing that can be fixed, uh, eventually it's going to get fixed by someone, maybe not Amazon, but maybe somebody inspired by Amazon shit. And then it go keeps getting like more 
the market share keeps going away from algorithmic playlists and shit like that back into the user. Like it always goes back and forth, but I don't know what's going to be the turning point. Maybe it is just like niggas getting fed up, like Tyler the Creator. Yeah, because it's like, bro, like there's no discovery. Like, and I hate it because it's such a cliche thing that's talked about on so many platforms. Ah, music discovery, like the absence of it. It's no real discovery going on anymore. But like, and it's like, I have my methods at this point, but like, I can't imagine for like, 18 year old, 19 year old, or like 17 year old, 16 year old in high school, like all the channels I was using are like basically gone. So, like, and then obviously there are new channels. I'm not even trying to sound like an old head, like, ah, oh, y'all aren't getting it, getting it out the mud. But I'm just like, damn, I can't imagine how much harder it must be to find that like niche, you know, when like even the niches today are so like blown, blown up. Like, I feel like every spot is just blown up and like, there's so much pressure thrown onto so many artists and so many things at a time. And it's just these kids are flailing out before they can even like begin their career. You know, they're getting called washed or getting called a destroyed lonely clone or getting called like cooked on their second album before their career has even really started. It's just like, damn, I don't know if like, if this is the music discovery, I don't know if this is the wave. I never, Am I, I, maybe the average person, I never view playlists like, somebody's editorial playlist is how i'm finding music but one that just doesn't feel right <laughs> like i'm not i'm streaming a song i was i was like watching this one artist because i was like thinking about pitching them for some shit and i watched them get added to playlists and i watched their monthly listeners go up by it went from like two hundred thousand to three hundred fifty thousand. i was like oh shit they're blowing up they just got added to the playlist and then by the end of the month they were back down to 200,000. So none of those fans were like actually their fans. They were just fans of the playlist that got rented for a month. I was like did that really help this artist at all? <laughs> like you gave them this exposure for a month and now it's gone. Now they're back to like the same thing and none of those fans clicked on the artist profile became like loyal fans. So without that retention, I didn't really I was never a playlist guy for that. Yeah, I'm not much of a playlist guy either because I'd be making my own goddamn playlist. But I will say there is like, I don't know if it's a trend or whatnot, but like the little smaller like IG accounts or like, you know, um, like music dedicated pages. They do actually a lot of times have like really solid playlists that are good for discovering um, different newer artists or like getting like a very specific vibe. Like I've been seeing like, these crazy, like, just just in my algorithm, like, these crazy reels, it'll be, like, music for when you're going through a life transformation and, like, you're finally coming out your cocoon. And it's, like, the most, like, curated, like, little 50-song playlist for that, like, specific mood. And I'm like, this is really dope. Like, so I think we need, to, again, like, I hate the algorith algorithmic shit. And I hate, like, the, the big company shit. Like, I'm not really interested in, like, Apple Music's or Spotify's player specifically, but like, but no, you can't group them together because there's a difference. One of them is actually made by human beings. But I mean, like, as far as like the individual, like the individual, like playlist maker, like the the human behind it. Like, if I could connect, if I feel like I respect their music taste, or like, because I don't know who makes the Apple Music playlist, right? For the most part, most of them, like, I don't know who's who's the person behind that. But right. I feel like when I know who's the person behind that playlist, like. And I've and I've sensed that we have a similar music taste, or I like their vibe. Then it's much easier to, you know, tap into what they're doing, look into what they're listening to, and seeing if there's maybe songs that they like that I could add to my rotation. So there's a place for it, just not the big box company place. Well said. All right, I gotta heard this is from New Doughboy, really good rap project. I think Doughboy is top five underrated figures in rap. Uh, this is, the project is called Beezy. This song is called Kardashians. It's got Lil Yachty and a little Tyler feature. Very hard. First off, they need a free BG about that slammer. They think I'm sweet cause I don't tote guns on camera. I run through pints, I pour up falls and phantom. I pour up falls, pour up falls, pour up falls, pour up falls. I get all my drugs from the same nigga, know that it's clean. It's a real Tesla, I don't pop no five dollar beans. My dog hop out and get the spray like he shot me the green. Shit ain't what it seems, dog, I mean it. Dog, I mean it. Cause it's not authentic, dog, I seen it. It's not authentic. 
Pay with an extra mile just for my opinions All I hang around is baby demons All these bitches tryna try me I'ma just go and sell the semen Almost 30 down there touch the stems Bitch ain't fly all them outfit skims A bandana burgundy cause it bounce 50 cent to a SL no bird ain't miss him You ain't flatter than Chanel Bitch you go shop on skims Don't knock it cause you shop at skims Bitch don't act like you trim Feel like Kylie, Chris, Chloe I got K's like I'm Kim I'm from Cleveland, not so Swiss and put me on with Kendrick Real nigga said he can't cause he fuck with her nigga Dunk on the off like Ben Simmons when I come through and spin him Slime on my bitch, I been dug and pull a dump out the window My upper sweep, bitch, I don't feel him I sleep on Gucci pillow yeah, I guess we can just preface it with I mean, we were here last week Talking about what put it on, put it on the floor By uh, Lotto and Cardi B Um and I, I don't know, like, it just feels like, I don't know if y'all seen this other girl on Twitter. Her name is Anicia. Um, I think it's her name. She's from Atlanta, I think. Um, and she just got some, like, snippets going around. But she's kind of rapping, like, low shimmy. But she's, like, this little light-skinned chick from Atlanta. And, like, everybody's just gassing up these snippets. And I think even KD stamped it. And it was like, this is hard. Or some shit. <laughs> Random What's the girl name? Sniper. Um, let me look. I think it's Anicia, A-N-Y-C-I-A on Twitter. <laughs> at Princess Pop That. And, um, I don't know, I've been seeing a lot of buzz around her. And then Sexy Red obviously had the Pound Town thing going on. And she just dropped her album, um, called Hood, Hood's Hot, no, Hood Hottest Princess. Sexy Red, product of St. Louis. And... I saw somebody describe it on the TL. They said the album sounds super 2009 in the best way. And I didn't really know what that meant, but I turned it on and they weren't wrong. Like, there's a lot of those classic just drums. Most of it is produced by Tay Keith. So you can imagine you just kind of get that same feel that you get from Pound Town, but Sexy Red can actually rap. Like, that's the thing. This isn't like a gimmick. So I don't know. I think, I think the women might have the summer. Can't lie, it's looking a little quiet on the men's side. Um, a lot quiet, nigga. Like it's silent, damn near. You can hear a pin drop on the men's side of rap right now. Um, at least when it just comes to star power. But why is yeah. that Brian Winthorpe's mean? Brian Winthorpe's conspiracy time. Why is it so quiet on the male side? Because there's been no transition. There was never a transition. What like, do you mean? You can look at Nikki, and Nikki has been tied to damn near all the shit that's going on that's popping right now in, on the women's side. I mean, outside of Cardi B. But she's been cool with every other one, basically. Was it, or, or was she also not cool with Lotto? But regardless, like the Ice Spice song, now she's on the Sexy Red Project, the Pound Town remix. It's just like. The fan base is merging makes it way easier for those narratives to be told and for like the fans to connect on a level. I don't know. At least me personally. If I really follow an artist and I really like the story that they're telling and the narratives that they sell and I see them collaborate with another artist that I don't know so much about, but they make a song together telling us a story that, you know, falls in line with that other artist's ethos, then I'm gonna be be more drawn to that artist or after now hearing this collaborative effort, like it's going to be way easier for me to connect with that random artist because now I kind of understand where they're coming from on a narrative standpoint. So when there's just all this disconnect in the space, and that's probably because a lot of it is, is super spread out sonically too, but I don't know, like it just feels too, and this might still be a regional thing too. Like maybe rap is still more regional than we think it is, but I don't know. Like, let Tyler, I can't even lie. Like, the marketing for him is cooked right now. Like, he should be in a way better position than he is right now, in my opinion. But, like, I don't know if it's that the stars aren't coming or if we're just fumbling these niggas too early. Like, the nigga's only 17. He's already getting fumbled. That's sick. Everything in a recession, bro. Music in a recession. He's no, trash no, no, no. ass. in a recession. You, that's what you think. Sony Music just made $11 billion last year. <laughs> I'm not talking about money wise. I'm talking about just quality. Like, oh yeah, shit just shit just don't feel the same this year. Like, and we gonna talk about it on a year on a mid year review coming up 
you know, sometime in the next couple of weeks. But like what is stuck this year? And I know this is such a I hate this argument, but what has like, let's think about it. What are you revisiting from this year like that? What are you going back to? Q. That, the Danny C's for me. Uh, <laughs> what else? I can't even hold you. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, like. Like, this shit is just kind of coming and going. And I feel yeah. like we haven't had, like, necessarily an oversaturation. So I feel like projects have had time to marinate and, and take hold. But nothing has been that impressionable to me. Yeah, we've got a couple cool projects. Nothing crazy, crazy. I don't know. I don't know yeah, why there's I mean, a lack again, of smell. Like- I don't think... I, was, I, was say, I don't think the Mel versus like female summer thing. I think like which niggas right now that are hot even make a sound that would like make people move during the summer. Like it's just like Sonic no, who's making music like that on the male side. Yeah, I don't know. All these niggas want to be opium. <laughs> exactly. Like nigga. They seem like when the sun they seem like they go to a pool party, these niggas will melt. Or like like vampires, like these niggas cannot be shown in the summertime. Like I don't even know if I've seen Destroy Lonely outside in the summer for real. So I don't know. Like you said, like the the young niggas that have all the motion behind them, like they're just not making the anthems. And that's what I'm saying is so different than even the niggas that we had, like the Trippy Reds and like XXX and Tashi Owens, like the Uzis. The niggas like, were trying for real. It seemed like these niggas not even really trying that hard. No, because they're just trying to make music for each other. I'll be saying this. They're just trying to make music for their peers, whereas like X and Uzi, these niggas were trying to make it out of the SoundCloud trenches. Like they were making music for the world. Like, do what I want. Like, those were real summer records. Like, that was shit I was trying to drive on the way to the pool party. Like, that was the shit. But now it's like, I don't know. The vibe's just not the same. And maybe that's like now the Jersey Club shit, but I don't know. It's just. Like to me, what's my favorite? Like when I think about male rap, I feel like Highway might have one of my favorite rap projects of the year, and that damn sure ain't no summer shit. That's some like yeah, emo that sad like, boy, like, like more introspective, right? Right. I don't know, man. Like, there's definitely a void for somebody to fill. Like, we're waiting patiently. Whoever wants to take that leap, that dive. We're waiting on you. <laughs> Nigga just threw up the rap game bat signal. For real. Like, We're waiting this shit on needs saving. This shit is, this shit is in the gutter. What's his name? Gordon? <laughs> Even around this time last year, we had some shit to, to, to latch on to, for real. I mean, but even yeah, last so year. Tyler- last year's summer was... Last year's summer was Drake. Drake mm-hmm. saved last year's summer. And like... That was an old nigga. I don't, I don't remember the last time a young nigga ran the summer. Nah, because. Oh, Pierre, no. 2019. Mm, I'm calling on. No, no, no. Keyed, no, no. Keyed. No, no, no. Key, it was Keyed, right. 2019. Keyed, 2019. Nah. That was the last young nigga. Uh, but they still weren't like. Like, everybody was listening to it, but it wasn't being, like, played everywhere. Nah, I ain't know that wasn't the last guy. It was it was Burner Boy. Last, last. He ran a song. <laughs> Burner Boy one, Burner Boy's not young. That's an old nigga. <laughs> oh, you're talking about young niggas. I was just talking about yeah. in general. That was he, he was the nigga and he ran a summer. I mean, on like a crazy scale, it would probably be like Cardi Dial It 2018. But like 2018 mm-hmm. was also like around like I guess even that that was I feel like Ian's tripling. This is this is his bag. It's also on my label. I feel like he needs to. He he should be he like I'm coming. Yeah, bro. I got a, it. That's a, that's a good shout. Eam like, let me ISO. Eam Triplin is the one that can make some positive shit. Because <laughs> he makes that like, even though he do he be on a sad shit a little bit, but his should be at least it be a little bit more upbeat. And I think just his delivery in general, like the auto tune on his voice, lends for a more. I don't know, like happy summery sound. 
I could get behind that. Maybe. I mean, Yachty, Yachty kind of also got this, like a, the quiet song of the summer with that holster shit. Um, dropped a little too early. Sense where, he like, would have dropped it around now. Nah, I had to drop because when the snippet was hot, he couldn't miss that. Fuck the summer timing. He had, he dropped at the right time. Um, it's cool. Like I've been hearing that shit outside. That's it's what still, I'm saying. You'll hear it still it got momentum. and it got people. Yeah, it's 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 getting the job done. But it's yeah. it's on the back burner. Like I said, you wouldn't jump to think it's the it's the one going crazy right now. But on the male side, that's probably like the one. And then. Yeah. Prime real estate, man. Uzi supposed to drop this month. Travis is supposed to drop this month. (laughs) Prime real estate for either of them to do something. We we might have to boost the Ray Strummer because if anybody, like, I feel like they have been the most quote unquote radio friendly. I don't know. Nobody's fucking with them no more, but I feel like if we we want some males to to come out here and do their ditty, like, we might have to, I don't know, go push their wagon a little bit and do a little promotion. You only get one mannequin challenge. It's all downhill from there. I still fuck with hotties, bro. That's still a great record to me. Hotties, hotties, hotties. I told her getting wasted. Speaking of, speaking of mannequin Ain't challenge, y'all saw the video. <laughs> Gonna get played in that club. <laughs> man, man, man. I, that man, was like the bro. worst possible reaction. <laughs> Niggas were Order rather niggas just getting even, mad. Yo, it, it was not, it was worse. It was worse than like yeah, it was worse than people getting mad. Like niggas were in the middle of talking to a girl trying to bag a shorty at the club. Like mid conversation, just frozen. Like niggas started frowning. <laughs> like I would niggas really just like I don't even want to move. I'm not even gonna breathe while this nigga's playing. And I've asked a couple people down there, and they're just like, yeah, it's not uh, it's not hot for Gunner right now, or probably ever, because. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quiet for him. But you know, in the same week, like I said, I'm glad we had the conversation last week because it is so interesting. Like, I don't know, this is just a rumor, but they say uh, Travis Scott reached out to him to recruit him for Utopia. He took a picture with the Utopia chain. So, do you think this was recorded pre-snitch, and like Travis just like is letting him stay on it, or do you think this was new since he got out? I'm guessing it's probably newer. This fucking album probably been done. Probably Speaking of Travis. He like me with TikTok, bro. Just be bullshitting. <laughs> Speaking of Travis, like he said Utopia was supposed to sound like quote unquote what like he said the sonically he wanted to sound like a utopia. He wants it to be like <laughs> well, what music could be. So I'm like, all right, nigga, like this is the time to drop. Like let's let's get the ball rolling. Like I expect this shit end of the month, maybe next month. Like you on my label, nigga, like let's get shit popping. I think, we'll, I, think two, we'll, two I think we'll get more weeks. I think we'll get something. That shit not coming in two and a half weeks. I think we'll get no something. Doubt. This, I think we'll get something this month. Nah. A single? Maybe, at least. Was there there wasn't a single that made it wait, did anything single make it on the album for Astro World? I don't think so. I know so we dropped the rollouts, bro. I thought we got away from this. There was nothing on Astro World that we had heard. Yeah, oh, yeah there he was, was just butterfly teasing effect. stargazing for a minute. Butter, but, but yeah, butterfly, effect. butterfly effect was cheap. It was like at the end of the album type shit. Oh, you're saying it's like a lead? Yeah, there was no like yeah. singles. Star I game. don't know. Oh, also the Metro, Metro and Future supposed to be dropping pretty soon. I did hear that snippet. That sounds like pressure. But I can't I'm talking about that, a whole album, a whole project. Oh, for real? He said that was supposed to. That's what Metro said. Like Monster that's the next. That's the next. Is nah, it, I don't think it's Monster like. Too? It's not called Monster nah, I don't think it's another I have been hearing that too. I have been hearing yeah. like Future and his camp. They've been teasing like DS3, like Monster 2. I don't know, man. What's I'm lying, bro. Future, Future did dominate the summer last year. He had way for you. We had a male do his thing. He's, He's a young, young though. He's not. <laughs> like I, he oh, keep ignoring oh. a young word. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like our only one has been, has been WizKid on the Afrobeat tip with the. Yeah. Uh, with the Thames, I wonder if Thames is gonna is gonna sneak her way, slither her way back into our summer rotation this year. She's been quiet. Good. If you don't have nothing to release, I don't want to hear from you. Damn, you're so. You told her to shut up and dribble. Basically, <laughs> like Travis Scott blowing it, bro. 
Like, shut the hell up. Tell a project coming. When he's here, let Chance us know. Chance is such a model consumer because he really is the artist that gets fed up with the artist role. He's the fan that gets uh, fed up with the artist rollout. But then once the art, like once the music starts, dropping. Plays that shit at fucking 9 oh nine oh And then 9 o'clock. That'd be you, nigga. And then he's the first to buy the tickets and he's the first to buy the merch. Like he's 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 going all out for the rollout. That's not me. He that'd loves be the y'all. rollout after the music is out. Be I, can, I can predict Chance's whole take on Utopia before it drops. <laughs> I mean, what's that gonna be? Travis it was a five year wait, but this shit, this shit really sound like you gonna explain Utopia without explaining the word Utopia. <laughs> this shit really sounds like perfection. Like everybody's just peaceful. There's birds. There's trees. It sounds like I'm just laying in the forest looking up. <laughs> That's gonna be his exact <laughs> review when the project comes out. <laughs> I mean, nigga, know I'm a sucker for like. A vibe, you know, when I'm listening to the music, like I'm closing my eyes and just imagining like where I'm at. <laughs> Amazing. I'm the main character. As you should be. Um, I don't know what else dropped. Dave and Central, Central C ended up dropping a whole project after Sprinter. Um, it's cool. It's nothing crazy, but it's consistent. And like we've been saying... It's gonna it's gonna get the job done out there in the UK. Like I tweeted it. Like if you're a UK DJ right now, you better be outside making a killing. Cause it's so easy to do your job right now, bro. You just gotta spin that J Hus and the Central C and Dave on loop. You're good. You're good. Throwing a few honestly never mind in there. You're good. Chef's kiss. Your one hour set is complete. Anyway, um. That's really all I've been listening to on my end. The 4K is still going. Like I will say, like Central C was not in my really like real radar. I didn't. I wasn't taking him serious, but again, he stayed consistent, and the music has gotten better. Like he's 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 better at rapping on this project than he has been in the past. So I'll give him a chance. You know, Dave has his raps. He's doing his little thing. Um, yeah, I'm interested to hear a project from Dave. I'm I'm good on the Central C still, but. I don't know. I think if you're a fan of UK rap, you kind of got to embrace Central C just because, like, you can't really ignore the eyes he's bringing to UK rap. Well, he's he's going to break in the US. He's going to be the one. Yeah, he's the one. Like, I feel like if you pay attention, like, he's going to be the one to, like, actually give UK rap the respect and allow all these other niggas to, like, also cross over with him, even though those other niggas should have been the one to do it. But it's going to be Central C. Just for a number of reasons, white, um, and then like all of those things, like you gotta root for Central C, even if you're not a Central C fan. Because it's crazy. Because there's so many niggas that can come along with them. And, and and that same sentiment you're speaking to is going on. Like they do not like they, like the quote unquote streets. They don't fuck with Central C, really. Like over in the UK, because it's just like damn, like this nigga cool, but we're not listening to him. Like we're not the ones that are consuming this music. So it's like, why would we big this up as like? The champion of our lane when we don't listen to this shit on our ends so it's been set it's, it's interesting this, like, but i i do agree with you that he is gonna be the one like, shit, like his reach is crazy uk already since 2016 2017 and you know really compared to others pushing like, when that dave album dropped uh several drama 2018 so and then that, like i'm pretty sure maybe that was 2020 and then these are pretty fucked skept album ignorance is bliss moving you are as he pleases and, and i knew it was going to be here a matter of like it's only a matter of time before like we were saying earlier with that lane for male hip-hop like central c very well could be that <laughs> star with like star power that comes to, comes around almost like a male ice spice where it's like damn he was nowhere and now he's just like everywhere met gala gq so i do think it's interesting to see how it's how how they're finding a void and filling a void that that kind of currently exists I fuck with the UK. I've been fucking with the UK though. No like, more Tien Crumpets. Like you said, Skepta. Tien Crumpets still. But I fuck with Tien Crumpets. That's healthy for you. That Skepta Konnichiwa. That Skepta Ignorance is Bliss. Got one of my favorite tracks of, of all time from across the pine, bro. Grease Mode. That's my shit though, man. Grease Mode. But yeah, I don't know. Skepta, like that two album run, Konnichiwa and Ignorance is Bliss. That shit is excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent stuff. I fuck with Skepta. Obviously, he's the poster boy for UK rap, but for good reason. 
But yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. They've been carrying the game, man. UK and like this whole drill sound, dance sound, Afro beats. Like, where would the industry be without them? Because who the hell in the states is pushing? Is pushing the agenda? Is moving shit forward? Nobody. The last nigga been Cardi. I'm waiting for us to end this era. Is it ever gonna come to an end? <laughs> what era? Depends what Cardi does with his next project. We need another transition, bro. Why does Cardi have to be at the forefront of, of the of the changing of the guard, though? Because he has the guard. <laughs> he is the guard at the moment. Until he drops something mid, the guard doesn't change. I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of the destroyed lonelies. I'm sick of the yeets. I'm sick of all these niggas, man. Do something else. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know if we talked about it earlier, but I'm going to play my unheard now. It's off the Black Odyssey. He dropped. We talked about him before on the podcast, but he dropped another tape, Diamonds and Freaks. Um, You know, features from the likes of Kirby. Butsy Collin makes a couple of appearances. The Alchemist is on here. Great stuff. Great music. Um, a little bit alternative. A little bit out there at times. But, you know, if you want to hear something a little bit refreshing, go check it out. I'm going to play this song called Pink Marmalade by Black Odyssey featuring Emiro Soul. They did their thing on this one. Okay, forgive me if this wrong. I ain't trying to Starting in the club. Over, dog. 